This episode is brought to you by Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone Productions. Are you looking to start your own podcast? Do you have questions about how to increase your reach and your marketing and improve your branding? We've got the answer. Oh my goodness. So many people come up to us and say, how do you do it? Where'd you start? What do I do? I like your show. What are we going to do? And I said, we are doing this all the time. We can help you. So we started the company. We started a production company that was going to help uh, people do it under the umbrella of Two Fit Crazy Productions. We're excited about it. We're excited. Get on board. Have we're, your own podcast. We're fun. We're Love affordable. Let's do it. So reach out. In addition, this episode is brought to you by ContiFit.com, the best in now virtual workouts and programs, monthly subscriptions, get unlimited access to the Conti Fit Workout Library along with live classes and also weekly consultations. Finally, you'll find the Let's Face It Together fitness for your face and rehabilitation programs and manuals, online certifications, all at ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Man, we've been doing this Zoom thing since Zoom was uh, in its uh, infancy stage here. Now, now everybody's on Zoom, but really business as usual for us. We've been doing uh, health coaching se- um, sessions uh, over, uh, you know, from, from afar for a long time. So nothing new for us. Um, you know, take care of your health. Look at all aspects of your health. So we, we move well, eat well, think well, recover well, and connect well. That's the High Five. Visit our website at highfivehealthandfitness.com and find out what High Five Health and Fitness can do for you. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. I like when Brian points at me when it's time to go. Showtime, He kid. hits the button. He's like, Quiet on the go. set. Let's go. Um, it's it's quiet in here, but it's like a tempest outside. It's like sixty mile an hour winds. My mailbox blew off today. Well, you ain't getting mail anyway. There's, there's I was nothing. Like, you know what? I mean, bills I are coming. Hate... You don't even have to pay them now. Seriously, it's great. I'm like, do, just find it. It's down the road. My neighbor came back and was like, "Ah, uh, your mailbox." I'm like, "Thank you, thank you for that. You can keep it and all the bills that go in it as well." So, um, today is a really awesome episode we're getting crazier our guests are just getting awesomer that's a word yeah more awesome possibly more sane they are they (laughs) are um oh carolyn didn't talk about it but carolyn from the creator of chiseled faith is on the show today and i purposely did not use a last name because we found out she didn't have one she didn't have one it's like our first single name celebrity star yeah is it I mean, we rattled off Prince. a few. Madonna, Pele, Cher, yeah. Bono. Mm-hmm. We got Keep going. We got covered. I yeah. mean, even Marilyn Manson has a last name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the beautiful people. Yeah, okay, well, so. Um, little different audience. Yeah. Well, because our audience today is amazing, um, where you guys are going to love this. So, Carol Ann was actually presenting at the MedFit. Um, or she's a part of the MedFit Network, and she was at the um, national conference at UC Irvine. But I also ran into her at the SCW Mania Fitness Convention, where she had a table and was presenting sessions about her program, Chiseled Faith. So today, she is going to explain to you exactly what the heck that is. And it's such a great program that does not exist. It didn't exist. She saw the need. And here she is. Only you would say what the heck that is when describing chiseled faith, Christine. Well, she says what the heck that. <laughs> well, you know, okay. it's great. Um, it, it really is, and it's a it's a blending of it, it. And like she says, it's not necessarily bringing fitness into uh, you know introducing religion through fitness. Yeah. It's re- introducing fitness into the religion and where people communicate, you know, their communities and where they are, and you know, seeing a need and the health overall health of the you know the the um, the, the community of, you know, of her religions and, uh, you know, of her religion and just everybody that she's seeing her, her family, you know, so to speak, or, you know, the, the church quote unquote, um, you know, being unhealthy and a way that you can, um, include scripture and include, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the things that are part of their lives into, and, you know, put fitness around it and, you know, improve the health of, 
a group of people, which is what we all right. do, right? You know, it's just a different area. Um, you know, we get into some of the divide possibly or how they how she blends in science and religion, mm-hmm. which are, you know, two very it's fascinating. Yeah, it's it's neat. Um and, and she's just fun. She's smart, yeah. smart Caroline woman is as well. Fun. And that's what I love that you're gonna hear in this podcast the statistics that she throws out. I mean, here she's like, here's the statistics. You can't argue with this. Here's what, you know, people, um, you know, if you are a, you know, a sister or a father or a reverend, look at the statistics of the obesity and the overweight population. Now look at your church or your congregation or your community. And, you know, this isn't so much a we're forcing it. It's a, open your eyes. And this is just a great tool for a different community to embrace a better life. And again, we talk about, she said, you know, we talk in the fitness world about mind body. What really does that mean? You know, people say, Oh, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. What does that mean? Right. And I think that her program really does encompass, you know, a lot of people might think, Oh, well it's, this is religion. And that no, we are beings. Mind and body is together. Spirituality, your religion. We are whole. It's not just one piece. You talk about it all the time, Brian. So yeah, no, it's connections important. So um, you know, we we really enjoyed this one. She's uh, you know, Caroline is is fantastic. She's um, she's got her eyes dotted and her T's crossed for sure. Uh, and and you know, it's just a good it's a good listen. And um, you know, I I think that you know, even if you aren't religious, uh, you know, in in any you know realm of of the imagination i think it might be a good one for you to listen to because um you know quite possibly you could just kind of see uh how how people are living and and um you know and and a way that fitness can be introduced you know to to people and it can help you just the same and Um, at the very end she is she talks about her involvement with the MedFit network and she wrote the muscular sclerosis fitness specialist specialist certification that's i know it's a tongue twister um so she has msers yeah the msers that's what she calls them um but it's a fabulous program. So it's something else to check out and, you know, set yourself apart. And with that said, here we go. Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast with Carol Ann from Chiseled Faith. Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. <clears throat> where uh, it's at. It is. Mm-hmm. I know. Two, two Fit Crazies and a microphone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Day by day. We're getting, uh, you know, getting a little crazier by the day. But you know what? Our guests are just remaining awesome every episode. They're the stabilizer happening. in this whole that equation. Is true. Here. Yeah, that no is doubt. true. And today is no different. We're bringing... Carol Ann on, no last name, which we'll talk about in a second, <laughs> in a moment. Um, and I am super pumped because she has got such an amazing program that you're going to tell us all about today. So, Carol Ann, how are you? Oh, my. <laughs> you guys, I'm trying not to laugh so hard. I'm holding myself in stitches right now. You guys are hysterical. Let it rip. Let it rip. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, if you can't. Awesome. I'm great. How are you guys? Really good. I'm like alive. Said, I'm hanging you know, in there. I live in a <laughs> funny farm at this time, at this point in time. On but- that cat poster <laughs> where the kitten's hanging on. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. That's me. The cat poster when I get up. Yeah. Still here. <laughs> so Caroline, where are you right now? Oh my gosh. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Bishop, Georgia. <laughs> All right. It's at least... That's where I'm. Oh, do you want to meet specifically? No, 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 no. It's not that kind of show. Uh, we'll, oh, okay. <laughs> no, we'll, uh, we'll, where, how, where's Bishop? What's it near? What's, uh, what's the closest what do you fly into? city? Yes. Yes. 
So um, it's outside of Watkinsville, which is outside of Athens, which is outside of Atlanta. Gotcha. I know exactly where Athens, Athens. is. We had, you had me at Athens. Good. You know, the B-52s, REM. REM. Go dogs. Yeah, go dogs. Yes, I'm in dog country. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, are, you, are you from there? Are you born and raised? Is that um, where you've always lived? No, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. All right. And so I've, I've moved around and lived in a couple of different places before landing here in Georgia. I moved up from Tampa, Florida about seven years ago, and I was in Tampa for like 12 years. So been around the block. All right. So we have the accents today is what's <laughs> really happening. We're, 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 uh, this, is a, this is a north to south meeting here. We're going to go Jersey on you, and you can, go, you can go southern on us. It's fine. You can go Nashville on us. You can go Tampa or Georgia. It's up to you. Good. Good, good, good. Awesome. And we're talking about chiseled faith. So I'm hoping that this is going to be a very positive, uplifting uh, podcast today. We're counting on you, Caroline. We're counting on oh. you to lift us up in these <laughs> crazy times. Um, I want you to get right into this because this is such a fascinating program. Now, you know, we talk to a lot of people and there's a lot of fitness programs out there and you really set yourself apart and we met and, you know, I know a little bit about your program, but talk to us about what the heck this is. And then we want to hear about how you really, you know, got into this and got so passionate about it. Yeah, well, the program is called Chiseled Faith, and so it's chiseled. A lot of people don't know how to spell chiseled, so I'm learning, but it ends with a D, Chiseled Faith, and that's the program. But it, what it does, I mean, what it really does is that it speaks to a, communi- a community, like their specific language. Um, it's a faith-based health and fitness program, and what it does is it takes people from being a slave to their bodies and really, tr- truly, truly live the life of abundance that we're supposed to be living. So that's the program in and of itself. But, um, you know, it's so funny because, you know, you always are on a journey in life. And it took me quite a while to get here where I am today. But um, but I really felt like there was something missing in the faith community um, that really spoke to them and spoke their language. Um, cause they're really suffering right now, but I feel like the whole country, the whole world is suffering right now with their health, obviously. Um, and so I think this is perfect timing for this type of program because I pe- think people are looking more for not just their physical well-being, but their spiritual well-being as well. So I feel like this program will do that for people, but, um, but it's kind of interesting how, I got started in all this mess. Okay, you guys, let me ask you this. You know that you talked about the cat hanging on the thing for dear life. (laughs) Okay, so there's this thing going around on Facebook about posting your senior picture. Have you guys done that? I haven't yet. I have not. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I'm seeing all of every, you know, they want to support the seniors that aren't going to get their graduation this year due to obvious reasons. Um, and so people in solidarity, I guess, are posting their senior pictures. I have online. yours pulled up. <laughs> no, you do not. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Oh, you haven't. Okay. Then I have whoever Heather Cahoon is and Terry Wilson. <laughs> oh, my God. So do you see that? Isn't that amazing? You so got I'm great like, great okay, bangs right. and great feathered hair yeah, with everybody. Look at the hair, isn't that amazing? Oh, it's fantastic. Like everybody had the same hair. Why would three people get on a rocking? Oh no, it's not a rocking oh. horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh like, all right. People on that thing. I see what's going on it's there. Like a fake what do we got? Pony we got lots of kids going on too. Oh, look at this. <laughs> oh, why are we not video? <laughs> this jean, jean <laughs> short sleeve like shirt. Everybody's oh. hair from the eighties looked like it was a big trend triangle on top of your head right it, yeah or that you just took off full steam and smacked your face up against a wall and your hair just spread out <laughs> <laughs> poodle <laughs> ears is what i always thought <laughs> oh i love the aquanet hey. so how are we not all dying from inhaling oh all the aquanet gosh. i mean listen well, i digress the whole point of this conversation <laughs> <laughs> you did this to yourself caroline <laughs> i know i know Well, my point was, is that I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to like go back to the yearbook and find a picture that I can post. And so I'm going through and I'm reading what people read in my yearbook. 
And so just to set the pace here just a little bit, I went to a private school and I've been in the church all my life, right? But here's the deal. I grew up fundamental Baptist. And so a lot of people go, oh my gosh, you mean Southern Baptist? No, even more strict than Southern Baptist. And so if you see that picture on there on Facebook, we're all wearing culottes. You see that? Yes. So Yes. And <laughs> Brian's like, yes. <laughs> yes. The culottes. <laughs> The culottes, right? So I grew up in the culotte era. And so I, um, you know, and so I'm reading some of these things that people are saying from high school. You know, everybody was, we were off to go to a private college and a Christian college, no less. And so um, things that people were writing in the book, they, they plant seeds in your mind, you know, and they kind of, they kind of dictate your life and so you know you, you're kind of set on a path although internally like I'm going to do this with my life and I'm going to be successful and blah, blah 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 right but sometimes people will plant seeds and you're thinking to yourself huh do they really think that about me but anyway so I was rereading what people were writing in the yearbook and it was funny um because back in the day it's like well maybe I can't be the most popular but maybe I could be the smartest one you know, based off of what people said but um but you know I read those actually this morning if you can believe it or not trying to find a picture um but people were saying things like thank you for being helping me be more rebellious and thank you for being my cruising buddy and all that and so I'm like wait a minute was I really rebellious and I wasn't I wasn't really rebellious I've never Thank goodness. I've never had an addiction problem. Although I know people do have, they fall into that. And by the grace of God um, and programming in that, that they're able to pull themselves out of it. But I always felt that a lot of my friends were moving on to like the mission field, or they were going into being a pastor or a pastor's wife or things of that nature, but that was never my calling. And so I think for the longest time, I felt like, my gosh, well, I'm not being called in any of these areas. It doesn't really speak to me. So, uh, you know, it was against our rules in the church to dance. Like you couldn't dance. You couldn't um, go to movies. You can wear shorts or pants or any of that. And so the most rebellious thing that I did that I found out in my yearbook as I showed somebody what it was like to go to a movie for the first time. <laughs> you can think that and I was like, Oh, that's my really extent of my rebellious years. But um, it, I think that stuck with me for the longest time. And so my background, um, I went to school um, and got my master's degree in health and fitness, um, exercise science and health promotion. And I've been in the health and fitness industry for 30 years. And I love this industry because it's all about being healthy and treating your bodies right. But there's always, there was always that component missing when it came to one's spirituality. But, you know, we talk about in our industry, we always talk about the mind body, right? So we always talk about being spiritual, but you know, what does that really mean? So I felt like it was time for us to really explore that and to really educate people on what that really means. So what does it really mean to have faith? A lot of times people say, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Don't, don't you hear that a lot? All the you time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. So what does that really mean? And can we really tap into that spirituality? So I said all that to say this, it took me a minute to, um, to marry the two. Uh, so it is a health and fitness program that's faith-based because believe it or not, when I researched the book, when I was writing the book, cause I am, it's a very, it's a double-edged sword because I am very scientifically sound in terms of, I want to know what the science says. When you're telling me about some type of program that's going to help me lose 30 pounds, well, what's the science behind that, right? I mean, how many programs do we stumble across? that's going to promise you all of these results. And finally, you're going to get that magic pill, right? Right. So, um, you know, everything that I do has to be backed by science. It has to have proof, right? But that isn't any, that's nothing like faith. That's like the total opposite of faith, having no proof. So how in the world 
can you marry these two concept, concepts together to help people? But when I was doing research on it, I really found out that our church was dying and that the statistics are crazy when it talks about, um, you know, people in the church and how sick they are. But it could be that they would never set foot into a regular gym. Um, they are, you know, don't really have the expertise coming into their church to teach them proper. Now, I mean, there are programs out there that do go to churches like Zumba is awesome and people are exercising in their churches, but you know, there is a lack of programming for churches that actually teach them step-by-step a blueprint of how they can live a life of abundance and not be a slave to their body. So that was a very long answer, but that is how Chisel Faith came to be born. I, you know, I, I really, I like it. Um, you know, it's, it's a little bit out of not the norm for me, but, um, you know, I, I grew up, I grew up as, as a, you know, Roman Catholic. I went to Catholic school even. And, um, and, you know, as an altar boy in the whole thing, I always joke, I, I made my money. I got confirmed. I made my money. I got out of the business, you know? Um, and, uh, and, but the, what it is, has always been is, is community, right? So community has always been a big part of fitness. Um, fitness works really well within community. Um, you see it with tight knit groups of small gyms, uh, even bigger gyms where you, you know, they have, groups within the gym and, and, and it always is a, it's a very important part of being healthy, right? And in any, in any aspect of health, um, you know, I, I have, my company is high five health and fitness. And one of the high five that I have is connect well. And whether that connection is with other people or with spirituality or with nature or with the universe or whatever it may be, it's a really important part of being healthy. Um, so, you know, I don't think you're too far off with it, but what's very interesting is what you did bring up is that, you know, the, the, the spirituality and the religious aspect of it and science, um, you know, those are on two opposite sides of the spectrum often. Um, we're seeing a lot right now with some of the information and the, you know, with everything that's going on with COVID-19, you know, what is it? What's real? Who do we listen to? You know, science is good, um, you know, and, and spirituality and, you know, whatever it may be, uh, you know, religion or, or otherwise is, is good as well. Um, you know, so tell us just a little bit more about the connection there. How do you, how do you connect it? Yeah. So, um, you know, you're talking about community and right now before this whole pandemic occurred, um, in the industry, as you guys know, that, um, one of the fastest growing components of our industry is the boutique studio. And why is that? Because they're charging a premium for you to go to a boutique studio. So like CrossFit or Pure Bar or, you know, any other type of boutique studio, the Orange Theories, um, you know, they like that community. It's almost like build it and they will come, right? So what is interesting about Chiseled Faith is that the statistic is 77% of Americans identify with some sort of religion, which is huge because what Chisel Faith does, it doesn't build it and they will come. It is being built to go. And we're going to go to those already existing communities to where they feel comfortable with each other. And this program speaks already their language. And one of the things that um, churches are a little fearful of is the music, believe it or not. You know, what is the message behind the music? What kind of music are you playing? And all of our music with Chiseled Faith, when we take the program to the churches, is all faith-based music. Um, It's Christian music. So they can feel confident that that the music is clean, um, which is very important to them. Also, they want to know, you know, what is the message going to be? So is it scripture-based? And so there again, if you look in the Bible, um, you know, the health, the word health is mentioned 17 times in the Bible. Um, One of the good things that amazing things that it talks about in the Bible is Proverbs 12, 18. And it talks about having a positive attitude. The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. So everything that we're going through right now 
with this pandemic or when we're talking about people getting healthy and fit, believe it or not, it was written about thousands of years ago. And, you know, that's why bringing faith, bringing scripture into your healing or bringing in, bring it in to get healthier, to get more fit. It is very biblical. There are very practical applications in the Bible that you can apply that to getting healthier and fit. But then again, you also have the stats um, at the church that, um, you know, they're sicker than ever. 76% of clergy, and we can call them pastors, clergy, whatever you want to call them, 76% of them are obese or overweight. They're dying. And obesity is, I mean, if you look at right now, of what's happening with the COVID-19 that um, the reason why these people are so sick. Now, one of the reasons, not the reason I'm no doctor, don't get me wrong, but obesity has been brought up in these press conferences when they're educating the public on what's happening and which is huge. You know, those of us that are in the health and fitness industry, we're fighting this war on obesity every day of our lives. And so this is just one more reason for us to help. And this is what we do for our livelihoods. So chiseled faith again, um, because, you know, we're trying to reach clergy pastors and their congregations because they're sicker than the, um, the average statistic of the American population, which is huge. So going to that community, um, is very, very important. Um, it speaks their language. I think they like being together um, and, uh, that's the whole community aspect of it. So I hope I spoke to that, you know, with your community. So here's, all right. So you're preaching to the choir when we talk about, you know, being fit and fighting obesity and things like that. Talk to me about how, you know, say you're coming up to me and I am, you know, I'm in charge of, you know, my local church or, you know, I am, I am Father Christine, although that doesn't happen. Um, how do you, how do you, how do you approach me to bring this into my church and my community? So what happens is typically, um, it usually happens that in January, at the beginning of the year, pastors or leaders of the congregation, they are speaking that we need to do a reset, whether it's finances, family, faith, fitness seems to be a very popular topic. And they'll preach to their congregation, we need to get healthy and fit. But there is no practical application to follow up with that. So what does that really mean? How are we going? Thank you for motivating us. And we're going to go and we're going to get healthy and fit. How do we do that? They're not equipped to be able to to, unless they are a health and fitness professional, and they then we've got a lot of um, pastors that are certified health and fitness professionals. But unless they are uh, one of those fitness professionals, they're not equipped to be able to help their congregation. So what Chisel Faith is is designed to be a twelve week small group, so to speak, a twelve week study program. It's a plug and play ministry that hey. You know, you preach to your congregation that they all need to get healthy and fit and y'all want to do it together. Here is a simple plug and play program that all you have to do is hit play on your TV or your screen or your computer, wherever you can gather your people, hit play. And um, it's a small study that comes right into their living room or wherever they're gathering. Obviously, they're not gathering now. But this is a great uh, program that they can hit play and they meet once a week for 12 weeks or they could meet virtually together once a week and they go through these lessons and each lesson is designed to teach them about some aspect of their health. So one week we focus on stress management. Another week we focus on body image, which is really huge. Um, Motivation is another topic. So we go over those topics and we talk about scientifically the application of that topic, but also what does the Bible say about that topic and how can that help you spiritually? And then there's a workout routine for the week that they follow. And there's also a nutrition plan that they follow. 
And so it's literally step-by-step, step, we're gonna do it together. There's a beginning and an end, and there are outcome measures, which is huge. I mean, you can go and take a class every week and have fun and see your people and you just go, but are you really getting the results you want? So they set a goal at the beginning of the program, they have milestones along the way, and at the end, they have outcome measures. They can see, did you really reach your goal? Did you do the things that you were supposed to do in order to reach your goal? So all of that is uh, measured and we have progress tracking and all of that. So my message, when if you are my sister, Christine, there you go. coming up to you to go, hey, I have a system for you to plug in to your congregation. If this is the message that you're teaching your people, you don't have to do anything. You just plug and play and encourage and motivate your people. Nice. And now after that 12 weeks, how can they, do you teach people how to continue? How does that work? Yes. So we do have an app that goes along with the program. So after they're finished, they can continue their success through the app. And then we also have a Facebook group called Chisel Faith Champions. And so they can plug into the Chisel Faith Champions Facebook group and talk to other people that have gone through the program and uh, share recipes, um, talk about, you know, what is continuing them on their path. But it's also the app that um, has their workouts, continued workouts that they can do. They can track within the app through their like Fitbit or, you know, whatever wearable device they have. I mean, it's really cool. So they can continue their journey um, through our continued programming. How, how long has this been around? And, and from there, what, you know, what are some of the successes that you're seeing or what, is, what has been established as far as, um, you know, participation rate and, and, and even, you know, uh, turnover and um, things like that? Yeah, so we're we're really new in terms of really getting this out there to the churches and the program. So within the past year, um, we're really getting our name out there. And I know that um, we piloted it with my church. And so um, lots of success with it. I, they like the fact, and here's what's really cool. They're so appreciative of it. They, it's, it's like the sense of gratitude that, oh my gosh, thank you so much for doing this for us. And it's interesting because these people could go and they can go online at any point in time and get a workout in. Um, there's so many free exercise programs online that you can just Google up and do any exercise program. But they love the fact that thanks for thinking of us and thanks for giving us motivation and inspiration through the Bible. Um, so the success rate... Um, I know with my church, they're loving it right now. And they, you know, have so many stories. And here's the thing about the goals. It's not about losing the weight all the time. Although that may be initially why people want to do this program is to lose weight because it seems like that's a big problem. But um, it's not always, that's not always the goal. The goal could be, um, you know, I want to be more active. I want to drink more water. Um, so it's just one aspect that they can work on and it doesn't necessarily always have to be losing weight. So talk to me now about the actual fitness portion of this. So what types of, you know, is it like a class? Are they doing intervals? Um, do you have special names of exercises? So I want to hear about this. Okay. So it's really designed to be very simple because I think our exercise routines are getting super complex. And so it's designed to where it's not intimidating. And I feel like the conferences that we all go to as health and fitness professionals, it's almost like we're trying to get more complicated. How can we amp this up for that 14% of the population that's already exercising, right? So, so this is designed to not leave those people in the dust. It's like we're circling back around and we're picking up these people. However, I say that to say the exercises are simple, but you can make them super intense at the same time. So the initial workout 
um, program is designed to be a HIT program, all body weight exercises. So the Chisel Faith workouts in and of themselves are HIT workouts, meaning they're all body weight. You do a four-minute warm-up, and then you cycle through 30 seconds of intervals. So literally, the first combination, you only have two, just as an example, you only have two exercises. You do a jumping jack, which is a cardio, and you do a lower body exercise, which is an air squat. And you just bebop back and forth between those two exercises for rounds. So you've got four minutes of the first combination. So cardio and a lower body. Then you rest for a full minute. And then you do a cardio with an upper body movement. And you do those, you bebop back and forth, 30 second intervals, four rounds, which will equal four minutes. And then you rest for a whole minute. And then you go back to the lower body and then you go back to the upper body and then you do abs and then you're done. So it's designed to be a 30 minute HIIT workout, which if you're doing it right, that's all you need um, to really get your heart rate up and then um, do a lower body exercise and upper body exercise twice. So that is the HIIT workout. Now, the overall exercise program is, so let's say you're meeting on Monday with the group, you learn that workout routine, and then you repeat it again on a, on a Thursday. So let's say you meet on a Monday, you learn the exercise routine together, and then you repeat it Thursday. And then the rest of the time you're walking, you're doing ab crunches, um, and, and you're stretching some days, but those HIIT workouts are done twice a week, which is, that's what's recommended anyway. If you're going to be doing HIIT training twice a week is enough. And then the rest of the time you can do, if you are into weight training, you could do your weight training, um, walking, but it's very specifically for somebody that, um, is maybe intimidated by exercise, but it can be intense. You can make it intense at the same time. I, I like it. I mean, it's enough for anybody. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's great to start. Or like you said, you know, if you really want to ramp that thing up, you can go crazy with that. Uh, yeah. How about nutrition wise? What do you look at there? So nutrition wise, everybody has their opinion, right? right. <laughs> We've got these paleo people, keto people, um, you know, low carb, high fat, high protein, you know, you name it. Everybody's got their own opinion. What we want to do is I don't want to put any rules on people. I'm just here to simply say, do the best you can. Now, the nutrition plan, it tells you what to eat, but these are, this is normal food, normal, regular food. And scientifically speaking, now everybody has their own opinion, but I'm here to say it is all about the God almighty calorie. You really have to reduce the amount of calories that you're putting into your body. And if we can't control that first, then forget about everything else, right? So it's too hard for people, in my opinion, for them to, in my, you know, also in my experience when I'm talking to people, it is hard for them to stick with a very restrictive diet. Oh, I can't have that. Oh, I can't because it's a carb or, and also what we teach people when it comes to nutrition Carb is your friend. That is not a nasty word. Carbohydrates are also your fruits and your vegetables. So when you lump everything in as a carb, also your whole grains, um, when you lump everything in as a carb, it's very hard for you to understand proper nutrition because carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, those are all energy yielding nutrients. So we have seven total nutrients. And so we teach people, you need those. Those are part of your seven nutrients nutrients to put into your body then you have water and then you have uh vitamins and you have minerals um so and fiber fiber on top of that so my objective with chiseled faith is to teach you proper nutrition and what it does in your body so i'm not here to restrict what you can eat i'm here to first let's get the amount your portion sizes under control and if you want to go into that that realm of a keto or a paleo or whatever because it or a gluten-free for crying out loud 
if that is your jam and it's working for you, then continue that. But let's just first talk about how much are you eating and can we curtail that? I really appreciate the fact that you are speaking to people in a non-intimidating way. And (laughs) the fact that, you know, you do recognize, you know, there's a lot of white noise out there. There's a lot of things to choose from. People don't know, what do I do with, what do I do with fitness? What do I do with food? And then everyone just throws their hands up and they're like, well, um, forget it. I just, I'm going to eat my, you know, fried foods and whatever. I mean, you're, you're talking to us from the South. I mean, I, I love (laughs) the South. I love my fried foods and the, you know, the heavy this and that. And it's so good. And it's culture. I mean, that's people are defensive about the food. It's very cultural. And it's if you're offered something and it's very, you know, family oriented and not to say it's not in different parts of the country and the world. However, um, it is something that we're battling. And I want to go back to a couple things um, just to, to highlight and then ask you, number one. This is a program that, again, you're going to bring it in. The science behind it, you talked about, you know, the people, the religious figures, you know, your priests, your pastors, um, the clergy that that are overweight. I hate to say this, but every person I could think of off the top of my head is in the obese category. That from from when I was a young girl that going back, it wasn't. It just wasn't something that, and I even, I'm thinking back into my religious education and all that stuff. It was never, it it was never spoken about. It was, it was always, you know, obviously you're talking about, you know, the Bible and about, you know, morals and ethics. And I always say that the best stories in the world that you open up the Bible, there, there they are. Be a good person, everybody. And, but it never talked about, Hey, we're taking care of our mind. We're taking care of our spirit, but it's. I mean, your body is your flesh and where was the, Hey, everyone, you need to go to church, but you also need to go out and make sure that you move your body and exercise. I don't ever remember hearing that ever. Yeah. Yeah. Was I missing something? I mean, cause I definitely probably missed some things, but I'm just thinking in hindsight right now that I don't believe that that's something that was ever encouraged. No, it it was never, it was never, ever talked about when I was growing up. And trust me, I went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, you name it, (laughs) I went to church. So, (laughs) and that's why I was, and you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. That's how I grew up. And that's where my foundation comes from. Um, But the way that I did it, you know, the church, unfortunately did hurt a lot of people um when it when it came to to I feel like we're doing a much better job now I feel like in terms of the the message that is being sent to people because I think we got it I think (laughs) you know this this legalism is not working and um so we need to be we need to help people be a little more practical in their living but also experience the supernatural and uh, God and the Trinity and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And this is truly, truly applicable. Unfortunately, yes, when I grew up, my pastor was obese and he's no longer with us anymore. Um, He wasn't my pastor as an adult, but as a, as a child, a teenager and a young adult. Um, So, you know, uh, I, yeah, you're not alone. This was not, but I will say even today, you know, the message starts off every year. Let's do a reset and let's get our fitness in line. Everybody's like, yeah, that's so great. How do we do that? Right. So, so you give them a starting place. Yes, exactly. So Carolyn, you, um, we actually, we met at, was it that, was that the first time we met? Um, at SCW, we kind of spoke a little bit Medfit. there. Medfit. Oh, at Medfit. And then and we'll get to that in a second because you do some amazing things with them. Um, but at the, at, was SCW, um, DC Mania was where you were. I have a big question for you. How were you, um, received from the fitness community? Yeah, that is a great question because, um, to my knowledge, I could be completely wrong, 
But to my knowledge, this was the very first time a faith-based program like this had been introduced to a quote-unquote secular environment like SCW. Mm-hmm. And so um, so there's always that fear of the unknown, right? It's like, oh my gosh, am I going to get kicked out of here? Uh, <laughs> you know, and what, what are people going to think? And um, so I have to say, SCW, and I did go and I presented with SCW last year a couple times um, just to kind of test the waters to see hey, how is, you know, what would people, would people like to incorporate this program as a health and fitness professional? Would they like to teach this at their church? And uh, when I went, um, I also presented in Atlanta and Florida. And, you know, it was, uh, it was very well received. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, here we go. We're going to talk. And I presented, I said, okay, you guys, we are going to talk about God, (laughs) the Bible, and there may be a slip of Jesus here and there. (laughs) And, uh, and somebody stood up in the back of the room, like immediately. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And they said, you know what? Well, first of all, I thank them for coming because it takes a lot of courage to come to a program that they don't, they know nothing about. And uh, it's very new, but somebody stood up in back and said, you know what? Thank you for doing this. And that was all the validation I needed. I was just like, okay, all right, here we go. There is a need for this. I think people are thirsty for this information. And uh, somebody did, po- now you, you are going to have haters out there. There. I mean, that's just what it is. And um, you just have to have thick skin and just believe in yourself and know what you're doing and believe in God that, you know, you know that this is a need out there. And if you're not part of the community and if you don't believe, that's fine. You know, you've got your own tribe. But um, but somebody did make a comment on Facebook, but it opened my eyes because it was like, ah, that's really good. I'm glad that they stated that because it lets me know where people are thinking. And where they're coming from. But this person mentioned um, it was promoting uh, Chisel Faith. And this person said, I'll keep re- I will keep religion out of my fitness. Thank you very much. And I was like, oh, that's a really good perspective. Because it's not the fact that I'm bringing religion into fitness. It's the fact that we are bringing fitness to the religion, if that makes any sense. So Perfect we're bringing sense. Health yeah. And, yeah, we're bringing health and fitness to the people that need it the most. So if you look at the statistics, this is a dying community, literally dying community. And not only, you know, physically dying, but uh, church attendance is way down. And so pastors are always looking for something to get their people into the church. Um, obviously, we're talking about totally different situation here right now, but um, the statistic is that even the churchgoer, the faithful churchgoer, only goes to church 1.7 times a month. And that includes not only just church services, but it includes birthday parties or baby showers or funerals like these. <laughs> Carol Ann, you had that covered all... you had that covered by Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're always looking for ways that they can have a community outreach program to bring people into the church. So um I totally got off mark here, but in terms of being accepted it's not about bringing religion into your fitness. It's about bringing fitness to a community that desperately needs a health and fitness program that speaks their language. Earlier on in our in this conversation, I wrote something down, and and it's just something that stuck out to me is that you know my one of my you know things that I have to get in line with my clients is I have to make um, make fitness fit into their lives. Right. I have to make it so that it it works within their lives. And, you know, if their faith is a big part of their life, that's, you know, there's an angle. It's not an angle, but there is a way that that it can work within their lives. 
Um, yeah. you know, so it, it's nothing different. It's just your, it's, it's your market, you know, it's your, yeah. it, it, you know, it's your community. Um, you know, and, and you're doing, you know, especially when you t- tie things in like service, you know, like and and living oh, yeah. a life of service and you're providing them with, with something that falls in lines with, you know, falls in line with their ideals and, and, and their, you know, their, their ethics and community and everything about it. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, there's always going to be haters. There's haters that do what, that don't like what I do, um, you know, for yeah. no other reason. They don't reason. want to see our social media posts about being healthy. They're like, damn it, he's out running again. Now I feel <laughs> bad about you? myself. You yeah. It's being so healthy. <laughs> right. No, but listen, making me it's, look bad. It's, <laughs> you're making me feel bad about myself. Yeah. Like it, um, so here's the deal, though. It's not just about, and I appreciate that. You are absolutely right. It is about your audience that you're speaking to. But, and you know me, I'm that big science person, like, okay, what are the statistics to support? And I've got a couple of stats here that um, there are studies being done to support, uh, you know, the aspect of faith and getting the results and becoming more healthy. And I just want to talk about just a real quick, a, a study that was done, um, was out in California and it was a six month faith-based intervention program, uh, that they did. So they took a control group and they took, um, the, the faith-based intervention group and the faith-based group, it was a walking program. So they put these people on a walking program and the faith-based intervention program, they um, added prayer and scripture reading, whereas the control group didn't have that. They just did the fitness of it. And so, and it was just walking and they were able to track their steps. So at the end of the study, um, what they met, they measured their, um, their steps and they also measured their blood pressure. So, um, and both got good results, but in looking at it, the control group, they decreased their their systolic blood pressure by 1.5 points, and they also increased their weekly steps by, I mean, just rounding up about 2,500 steps. So they were able to decrease their blood pressure by one and a half points and increase their weekly steps to about 2,500 steps. But when they looked at the faith-based intervention, this group they decreased their blood pressure by 12.5 points and they increased their weekly steps to almost 10,000 steps. So this is just one of the examples. I list some statistics and some studies that have been done in my book, but this is just one of them. So not only is it great because we're speaking to an audience, it's scientifically being proven that incorporating your faith with, and I know we talked about, we're not bringing religion into our faith, but when you do, you get really great results, far, you know, succeeding than, you know, your control group. So I just thought that was just really interesting. Book. Very interesting. Book. Book. Let's talk about the book. You keep talking about the book. Let's name the book. What's going on here? So it's really easy. It's called Chiseled faith (laughs) and it is a book that lays the whole entire program out so it you can get it on amazon you can get it at barnesandnoble.com but it's called you can even get it at my website which is chiseledfaith.com i keep it really easy for people to remember um so the book is called chiseled faith and you can just amazon it up or get it off my website which will take you to amazon anyway Um, and it is, so when I talked about the digital program, the plug and play ministry that churches can implement, um, it's based off of that book. And when they get the digital, uh, product, they get the book in digital format as well. But literally the program follows that. It's like, look at the book, like it's a workbook. And so you have inspirational, an inspirational message at the beginning with scripture reading, but it also gives you that scientifically practical application. For example, like the stress management component, it teaches you about stress management. What is stress? And it has assessments in there. How stressed are you? And then it gives the scripture reading in there. And um, and then it gives you a workout and then your nutrition plan for the week. And then it has a spot for you to journal. So again, it's a weekly 
workbook that you can follow along. So you don't have to have a digital program, but it's nice because then you have somebody literally talking to you and motivating you and inspiring you to do the entire book. So not only, all right, do we love statistics and researching and this chiseled faith program, I think is fantastic. And we talked to again about you don't work out, you work in. And once you can work Mm. something into your life, it's going to stay. And, and that's really what this is about. And just before we, before I ask you about um, your involvement with MedFit, which I also think is kind of a very, you know, beautiful project that you've completed. Um, what I find so fascinating about you is that you're not just someone who was like, you know what, I see all these people that are obese in, you know, within churches and, and whatnot. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to just implement something. You don't see people as a product you're doing this because you genuinely grew up in this environment. You believe you are someone who is active with the church and you feel that this is, this is, you're very passionate about this. And that in and of itself, you're, you're not seeing this as like, oh, well, I'm just going to attack this market. It's a, you're doing this because you feel there's a need and you want people to be more healthy, both yeah, it's spiritually home. and mentally spiritually, mentally, physically, all that fun stuff. Um, that is what I think is so powerful about this, that you're really walking the walk when it comes to implementing these programs. So we thank you for that, Carol Ann. Thank you for thanking me. <laughs> so let's talk awesome. too. So MedFit Network, obviously Brian and I are you know big friends with the MedFit Network as well and the Education Foundation. And um, you actually wrote a huge... Um, paper, project, certification, specialty for them. Will you just tell everyone a little bit about that? Because that is really powerful. Yeah. So um, we are launching this month. It is a multiple multiple sclerosis fitness specialist certification. It's a lot of work. <laughs> but um, it's a lot. And so, um, so – I wrote this program along with David Lyons. Uh, So we co-authored this program for the MedFit Network Education Foundation. And it is a certification that a fitness professional can go through if they want to specifically work with people with MS. And and this is a huge population um, of people that they're amazing. I mean, there's about 2.3 million people in the world. Um, and it depends on even who you talk to. I mean, uh, even the doctors wouldn't say it's really 3 million people have MS, but these individuals, they do not, it's a constant fight every day. And uh, we can respectfully call them MSers. That's with an S is in Sam and <laughs> Earth. They like that name. That's kind of how we refer to them. So, um, so MSers, they are inspiring because they do not see themselves as, as a disability, right? So there are ways that you can bring exercise to these people and they will thrive. They will thrive in their health through exercise. So, What we do with this certification is that we educate health and fitness professionals on what MS is, um, how, what is the cause, um, what is the pathophysiology for MS in the body. Um, And so MS is actually uh, nerve damage. So in the, you've got the myelin sheath that goes around the nerves in your body and it's actually damaged. Um, It's an autoimmune disorder. Um, that the body is attacking itself. And so that, and it, and the symptoms vary because it just depends on where the breakdown of the myelin sheath of the sheath of the nerves are, it just depends on where that happens in the brain and, or in the spinal cord as to what symptoms are going to be displayed. So not every person with MS is going to end up in a wheelchair or on a cane Um, they are very, uh, they can be very active. Um, so there are just some different, some specific things that you have to follow when working with this population. But, um, but you know, they're, they're, this is an amazing group. So MedFit 
what they want to do is uh, what I see happening in the industry, apart from the faith-based program, what's happening in the industry is that we have this huge group of people in the medical fitness arena, right? So no longer are the days as health and fitness professionals that we are working with apparently healthy individuals. I mean, how many apparently healthy individuals do we have that we're working with you guys? (laughs) I appear healthy on the outside, but on the inside, (laughs) that's another question. Yeah. Trick question. Right. So there was that always as a health and fitness professional getting certified. Now, when I got certified, there were two certifications. You can be an aerobic instructor or you could be a personal trainer and there were two organizations and that was it. But now you really need to pick a lane and you need to specialize what you're going to. And not only because you talk about setting yourself apart from the health and fitness professional, you definitely have to, I mean, just Google health and fitness professional and all, everybody is up on the website right now, right? Or on the internet. So you have to find, you know, pick a lane, find what you're passionate about, um, and then go down that path. Medical fitness is a huge arena right now. It's it's a great career path. And I know with MedFit Network, they are establishing the medical fitness professional in different arenas that you can get certified in. So um, this is one of the first courses that are being launched with the MedFit Network Foundation and uh, this is one of the populations that you can work with. We also have the um, the respiratory disease and also fibromyalgia courses as well, um, which right now, if you think about it, the COVID-19, that is a respiratory disease. So when, this, when these people recover and come out on the other side, they are going to need a health and fitness professional that is specifically certified in this arena of respiratory disease to help them. Now, all you know, who knows what the long-term effects are going to be from this disease. So as a health and fitness professional, it would behoove you to get educated on that and uh, to be able to work with people in this arena, just like with MS. And I'll give a plug too for the MedFit Network. It's an amazing resource to join. So they do such a great job. Let's go. Let's go, everybody. Um, And I I just I want to make sure that you had uh, mentioned that. I know you did so much work um, for the MS fitness specialist certification. I know a lot of words and um, it's just an amazing program. And for everyone that's out there, you know, again, doctors right now, people go into physical therapy and then what what next what happens and we need to start picking up the pieces and educate ourselves about you know as a as a fitness professional make yourself stand out go get as much education as you can because this is this is the future of you know of our country it's not just it's gonna do nothing but open more doors for you yeah yeah you know and 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 gyms are healthy places and you know or whatever our boutiques or whatever it is that we're that we're you know conducting our business they're places of health and and it's not always about you know peak health it's just healthier and and better you know better than where you are uh and doing the right things to to move along I, i have a friend of mine who's got ms and he's a ridiculous ultra runner and yes he his his i mean he go he runs marathons plus every weekend and like crazy stuff, hundred milers and, and all sorts of things. Um, and he's a fit, he's always in the gym and that's, and he feels good when he does it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like yeah. not everybody's going to be like that. Of course, I have another friend with MS and she has terrible balance issues and it's a difficult thing for her. Um, and you know, so, you know, there, there's not, everyone's going to be like that, but when applying Ooh. yourself, uh, my apologies there, when, apolo- <laughs> when uh, applying yourself in that way, you know, you're almost boundless. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's just more to come, more, more avenues to reach these people that, right. you know, they're, they don't feel they have a disability. They're ready to rock and roll and they need somebody to help them. I love it. So my nose is to the, uh, grind. I'm going to give you a shout out right now because, um, I'm writing the arthritis, um, module at this point specialty for the MedFit network, which is going to roll out in the fall. And Caroline, you've just been a valuable resource to me as well. And, and these are big projects. These are things that, you know, out of, you know, a lot of passion, a lot of hours, a lot of hard work, but, um, it's something that, you know, we feel very strongly about and want to make sure that this gets out to, uh, you know, 
to the masses. So before we end today, I want you to go ahead and recap to our listeners around the world. Where can they find out more about Chiseled Faith? Give us your websites again and uh, social media links so we can blast them out too. Awesome. So it's super easy. If you can spell Chiseled Faith, you can go to the website, chiseledfaith.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Chiseled Faith, um, even Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> um, and uh, you can get the book at amazon.com or even uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, so you can get the book there. And, uh, you know, just really, it's just a message of we've got a lot of faith people out there. And it's just a great way to get good practical application that speaks the language of, you know, faith-based people and spirituality. All right. So with that said, thank you so very much for spending some time with us today. And uh, my name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. All right.